0: Hello and welcome back to the Train Happy Podcast. My name is Tally Rye, and this week's episode is a little bit different. You'll notice that this episode is out on a Wednesday. We usually have Monday guest episodes, but I wanted to do a different style of episode this week. Um it's been a while since I've done this. I think this may be one of my first times doing it this year. But I wanted to have a chat with you kind of one-on-one and talking about something that I've been thinking about a lot and that is the idea of unconditional permission to rest. Now we'll get into all of that. I just want to give you a quick update um, on something we're doing about our little segment we do on the On each episode, which is Train Happy Trooper of the Week. So, we are going to be bringing the Train Happy Trooper of the Week and sharing your Train Happy Moments, not just on the podcast, but we now want to share your stories on Instagram too. So, it's going to work a little bit different um, going forward. And so, what we're going to do is not only read out your Train Happy Moment on the podcast, but also everyone can kind of maybe get to know you a little bit better and put a face to a name and so we want to start creating um, these little Train Happy Trooper of the Week posts on Instagram where you get to answer some questions, share your uh, journey and yeah I, I hope we kind of get to know each other better and really work on building more of a community and and feeling more connected so if you would like to be involved with that you can email us trainhappypodcast at gmail.com or you can direct messages over on our instagram account at trainhappypodcast and just say I would love to be featured as train happy trooper of the week and we will send over all the information with what you need to do so you don't even need to send your train happy moment just yet you can just say I'd like to be featured as a train happy trooper of the week and we will take care of the rest. So um, I'm really excited about that happening but like I said this week's episode is all about unconditional permission to rest. So I wanted to talk about that concept and I have done a, a solo episode on rest before or answered it in one, of, in one of the Q&As that I've done but I felt that this whole idea of unconditional permission to rest is a concept that's really important to intuitive movement and is a really important piece of the puzzle I think for having that happy peaceful relationship with movement with your body and it kind of links in with our relationship with food as well. So let me explain what Unconditional permission to rest is where it came from and let's get into it that way. So if you're familiar with the work of intuitive eating by Evelyn Tripley and Elise Resch, perhaps you've read the book, uh, you've listened to episodes on this podcast with dietit- different dietitians talking about it with Evelyn Tribbley talking about it, then you may have heard of the idea within the framework of intuitive eating of unconditional permission to eat And I was really inspired and and so much of my work has been inspired by intuitive eating that when I was specifically thinking about movement I realised that we needed unconditional permission to rest. So this is the idea that no matter what is going on for you in your life you are always allowed to rest You are always allowed to take the day, the week, the month, whatever you need and rest. And the key part here is you can rest without guilt. And I think that's the really significant part because when I asked you guys about, you know, what do you want to know about unconditional permission to rest? So much of what came up was a a fear and a guilt that we will definitely get into Another key part of unconditional permission to rest is taking that fear and guilt away around rest days and really neutralising how we view rest. That we don't see movement as good and rest as bad but we learn to really neutralise both of those things. And why is this important? Well because when we know that rest is always an option it can really help you to to build and strengthen the trust and connection with your body so that you know when to move and when to rest and to just give that context you know what diet culture has done and what so many of us don't even realize because it's it's really subtle and and un- until you've kind of realized that diet culture is a thing you might not even realize how much it's influenced your relationship with exercise, with your body, with food and what it does is it slowly erodes the trust that you have with yourself so that you stop listening to your body and start listening to external things outside of yourself that tell you when to exercise, when to eat, when to rest and often we yeah we, we don't trust ourselves anymore to make those judgments And so that connection between our body and our brain, that's what we call our interoceptive awareness, has been weakened. And so part of pushing back against diet culture and through that, you know, allowing for rest is about slowly building up that trust again so that Moving your body is on your terms and isn't dictated to by an external fear, an external guilt, by some rules that you may have picked up along the way. And let me tell you now, I've had all the rules, I felt all the pressures, unconditional permission to rest has been a real thing I've had to learn and I think was most highlighted to me over the past year of having to be at home not able to teach not able to get to the gym not able to do the things I had done before not able to just walk around in the same way that I did before and so wow what a shock to the system it was for me and I'm sure for so many people listening because you know We get so used to our habits and our routines that when those are taken away from us and challenged it can it can feel scary and it can feel like a lot of our coping mechanisms are being taken away and we can feel uncertain and unstable and so perhaps your fear of rest has heightened over this past year or perhaps you've you know really reckoned with it and that this kind of forced rest has really helped you realize that you can do it and you know that That's easier when when I spoke to Roz, Purcell, um, a few episodes ago, and we were talking about her broken leg, and how that was quite a shock to her and to her own recovery, and how that really challenged her, Um, and she was pleasantly surprised that she handled it better than she expected. But I know that some some of us might not be in that headspace, and it might really challenge us and really rock us. And so I hope continuing to talk about, like I say, this rest, this idea of rest helps you to release some of that stress and anxiety and that guilt and fear that we feel. So why do we find rest so hard? Well, firstly, I think there's a tremendous amount of guilt around taking rest. And this isn't just applied to exercise this can be applied to so many aspects of our life whether it's working you know whether you've done your chores around the house the cooking the cleaning all of that stuff that we feel this pressure to always be productive and we've tied a lot of our own self-worth and value into what we can produce what we can produce as humans So when we think of that specifically um, in the context of exercise, we tie a lot of our value into how many workouts we do, how fast we can run, how much we can lift. And it's not that it's that those things aren't cool and amazing and, you know, we, you know, we can't celebrate these things and they are part of us. But when we put our whole identity and self-worth pinned on our physical abilities and the fact that we never take a rest day or that we work out really intensely and always do high intensity workouts, that when we do get an injury, an illness, or maybe we're in a lockdown, (laughs) that when those things are taken away, it rocks us. Like I say, it's destabilising. It's confusing, it's disorientating. And I think a lot of this idea that we should always be active and always be out there being productive and that being active, physically active sometimes is part of that productivity, does stem from the capitalist society that we all live in, here in the UK, in the US, wherever you might be. Um, and that is a cultural norm that we have very much tied our worth to productivity and an output, despite the impact that might have on our mental health, on our physical health. And as we've always said, if your if your output, if your you know this focus on the physical, this especially with exercise, if if you're exercising in spite of your mental health, in spite of your own mental well-being, then that's a huge red flag because exercise should really support your mental well-being. It shouldn't worsen it and rest shouldn't negatively impact your mental well-being if you have that peaceful relationship with exercise. Now don't panic if you're like, hang on a second, I I'm not in a good place and the idea of rest terrifies me or I feel like I have to compensate in some way I feel like I should eat less or you know um, make up for it another day and and do loads and loads of exercise another day or another week. Don't worry if you're in that headspace but just know that we're aiming to get to this really neutral place where you don't feel guilty about rest or that you are you you see the guilt, and you go, "Nah, I'm not taking that guilt. I'm not. I'm not having that. That that's not got a place here." I see the guilt, and I cho- and I choose to not take it on. So the other reason we find rest so hard is fear, and for so many of us, the fear is weight gain. And sadly, the fat phobic world we live in. The world that demonizes fatness, weight, larger bodies has meant that we're told that weight gain is the worst thing in the world that can happen and if our body changes then we're a failure and we haven't done enough, we haven't been working hard enough, you know we, it was because of our own laziness that we let, let our body go. And obviously, you know, I think that is absolute bullshit. (laughs) I think it's no surprise to you listening that I don't agree with those statements whatsoever. And so we really need to work on untangling the idea that exercise is a means to control our bodies, control our weight, control our aesthetic because whilst we're still in that mindset and around exercise we will always have the fear that if we stop it will something's going to change and that change is always bad. And so how do we overcome this? How do we overcome the guilt, the fear? Well like I said we need to keep challenging and challenging the thoughts in our head that tells us that you know we exercise to earn and burn calories, that we have to uh, look a certain way for our workout to be valid that we can't just enjoy ourselves and and have fun and you know work on our performance that we always have to be focused on what we look like in the mirror and what the number says on the scales and that is a that is an ongoing challenge and you know if you listen to this podcast if you follow me on social media I'm going to help you with that challenge. I have the resources to help you with that whether it's like I said reading my um reading my book, train happy, listening to this podcast, following my posts. I'm constantly trying to challenge the narrative that exercise is not about weight or aesthetics. It is about supporting your physical and your mental well-being. It is about celebrating what you can do. It it can be a wonderful form of self-care when you're listening to your body, when you're working with your body, when you're giving it that unconditional permission to rest. Then exercise is amazing for us. But when we're doing it to, um, you know, to kind of push our body into some sort of submission to try and get it to do something that we want it to do rather than when we're working with our body, that's when it can come at the expense of our own physical and mental well-being. So like I said before and one of my favourite things to encourage (laughs) is that you become a rule breaker and another kind of principle of intuitive movement is about thinking about all the rules we've had around exercise and then slowly systematically breaking them and challenging them. So think about the rules that you have around rest, whether you've told yourself that on a rest day you have to eat less. Well what if you just listened to your body and ate what you needed on a rest day? That would be breaking the rule. What if you had a rule that you're not allowed two rest days in a row? Break the rule, have the two rest days in a row. What happens? And I really encourage you when you're, when you're breaking these rules, when you're working through these things to write about it, write it down. How does it feel? Write down what the rule is, write down then, you know, how did you challenge it? And then write down about how that felt and just start to get all that stuff going on in your head down onto paper. Because what's so great about journaling is that when you've, when you start, taking the power away from the thoughts in your head and putting them down on paper you can see them for what they are and it makes you feel a bit more objective about the situation so keep breaking the rules and then the other way to overcome this the third way is to keep challenging our own fat phobia and I have to say um, a fantastic book to help challenge that is the Body Respect book by Lindo Bacon and Lucy Aframore. It's also um Dr. Joshua Woolrich's book, which off the top of my head, can I remember the title? No. Oh I remember. <laughs> I remember team. It's called Food Isn't Medicine. And I think Uh, Dr. Joshua has done a fantastic job at really getting straight to the point and really um, going through the arguments around weight and health. And you will have heard him on this podcast as well. Um, So I've done two episodes with Dr. Joshua and one episode with Lindo Bacon. So those episodes can really challenge our own biases and assumptions around what the kind of implications are around weight and health. But then also around this idea that We have to place certain values on different bodies. And so I would encourage you to, yeah, to to really recognise how fatphobia is coming up in your life. And is stopping you from really just, you know, accepting others. But really accepting yourself. And accepting your own body and its fluctuations. So I want to highlight that... It's really, really normal on your fitness journey, especially when you're really trying to move towards an intuitive movement approach, when you want to shift, you know, shift your mindset around exercise to move away from diet culture, that it's like a pendulum, okay? Diet culture is on the left, like complete and utter rest and an fu to diet culture is on the right. And when you initially are pushing back against diet culture, when you're rebelling against these rules, when you're really kind of reframing everything you knew around kind of exercise and food, that there may be a time when you need to completely push back against what you were doing previously. And so something that came up a lot when I asked you about, you know, resting was like, Tally, if I rest, then that's it. Like, I'm not going to start again. And I don't know. How, I think if I if I like gave myself unconditional permission to rest, I would just rest all the time. I'd never work out. I'd never choose to work out. I'd just sit on my sofa all day. Well. I disagree. I believe that rest is a stop on the journey and and resting for a longer period of time, whether it's a matter of weeks, months, years even, is part of the overcorrection we have when we are leaving diet culture and depending on your relationship with diet culture and your relationship with your own body and exercise you might you may find that that pendulum that was in left really hard left in diet culture swinging really hard right to rest and there's a lot of time you need to spend there and that is very unique to you as an individual there isn't a set time there isn't a set process for some people it's going to be longer for some people it's going to be a shorter amount of time only you know that really and in that period of rest you need to rebel against all those old things and that rest is really part of allowing your body to build that trust and connection that we spoke about before so it's, it's really normal and expected that you may take more rest than usual when you're working on having a better relationship with moving your body. And so when you are working through that rest period and then you're thinking, hmm, okay, I'm, am I ready to bring movement back in my life? Am I not? That's where the principles of intuitive movement, as I've written about in my book, Train Happy, can really help you um, and I have a resource coming later this year that will really help you with this and that's pretty much all I can say about it I think I get to tell you soon but I have something that should really help you navigate this um, but I like to think of unconditional permission to rest as knowing that you've always got this massive safety net below you that no matter what ha- no matter what happens you've got the safety net and I think that really takes away this idea that exercise is all or nothing, and it really helps to you to know that you can, like I say, always take that step back if you need it, always give yourself that time if you need it. And so when you are ready, there will be a time when you want to start introducing movement, but because you're introducing it In a different way through the intuitive movement lens and and through a non diet lens, um, it's gonna feel different and it's gonna feel, it should feel different. You should notice that, like, wow, this is like a whole different experience than what it was before. When I start actually thinking about this as self care instead of the self punishment it used to be, instead of the control it used to be. This I relate to this differently so don't worry and don't fear that you might be stuck in rest forever you won't you will not you know just because you may take weeks months or years away from movement it doesn't mean it will be forever like I said it's just a stop along the journey and you won't get left there. Right, I think I've chatted enough about unconditional permission to rest today. If you have any questions about this topic, you can always email us trainhappypodcast at gmail.com. You can always send me a message over on the Train Happy Podcast Instagram or on my own Instagram. So, Train Happy Podcast Instagram is is that it is train at train happy podcast and you can find me at tally rye and I want to continue discussing these things with you and if there's any other kind of single topic you would like me to chat about on my own in this kind of solo episode shorter episode format then let me know because uh, I think these can be helpful sometimes to work through certain ideas and concepts and really um yeah bring those to life Alright, thank you so so much for listening. I'll be back on Monday with a brand new episode with a brand new guest, and I can't wait for can't wait for you to hear it. Alright, thank you so much. Bye everyone. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.